This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 923, Signs of Imposter Syndrome and How It Holds You Back from Success, part one, by Rachel Cable of rachelcable.com. And welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily, or welcome for the first time if you're just discovering us. My name is Dan, and I am here every single day simply reading articles to you. These are blog posts that cover business and entrepreneurship from some terrific writers who give us permission to share their work. And today's post is a little bit longer than the average post, so I'm gonna read the first half for you right now and then finish up the rest tomorrow. So let's get right to part one now as we start optimizing your life. Signs of Imposter Syndrome and How It Holds You Back from Success, part one, by Rachel Cable of rachelcable.com. Imposter syndrome might sound kind of thrilling, but don't be fooled. It is not your friend. Molly had been working as a midwife for 26 years. She loved her work and was happy enough to keep doing it, but she had another goal in mind. She wanted to start her own business to provide more support for women after they'd given birth. In fact, she'd been thinking about this exciting goal for a few years by the time she first contacted me. But there was a big problem. Molly was experiencing imposter syndrome and it was largely responsible for holding her back from making her goal a reality. Despite 26 years of knowledge and experience, Molly was concerned that there were other childbirth educators with more experience and degrees than her. She explained that she didn't believe in herself enough to have her own business doing something she loved. She already felt like she didn't deserve success, and she hadn't even started yet. And honestly, as a woman with a small business myself, my heart broke for Molly. Yes, having a small business can be hard work, and it can create its own unique set of stressors and challenges, but it can also be incredibly rewarding, fun, and exciting. I felt disappointed for Molly and the potential success she was missing out on, but I also felt a lot of compassion because imposter syndrome has held me back too. I quit working towards a career as a psychologist and almost ruined a book deal because imposter syndrome snuck its way into my life. In this article, you'll discover what imposter syndrome is and some of the signs you might be experiencing it too. What is imposter syndrome? I promise not to bore you with long-winded explanations or confusing psychology words you'll have to look up on the Googles, but let's take a quick look at imposter syndrome so you can understand it a little better. In the 1970s, psychologists Suzanne Imes and Pauline Clance first defined imposter syndrome as an experience, quote, among high achievers who are unable to internalize and accept their success, end quote. According to the American Psychological Association, people who experience imposter syndrome, quote, often attribute their accomplishments to luck rather than ability, 
and fear that others will eventually unmask them as a fraud. End quote. Basically, imposter syndrome occurs when you put in the work to achieve something and you do achieve it, yay! But then you feel like you're not good enough. You worry other people will believe you're a fraud and that you don't deserve your success. You think that luck played a big role in your achievements and give it more credit than it deserves. When you experience imposter syndrome, you might have an underlying suspicion that you're not as talented, skilled, smart, or knowledgeable as other people think you are, and you dread that they'll find out. In some cases, this can cause stress, anxiety, shame, guilt, fear, or unnecessary self-criticism. In a nutshell, imposter syndrome occurs when you doubt your knowledge, skills, and abilities, and you feel like a fraud even when there's clear evidence to suggest that you're not. Let's rewind back to Molly's experience of imposter syndrome. She felt like a fraud even though she had 26 years of experience and all the knowledge and skills she'd gained over that time. According to some research, approximately 70% of people will experience imposter syndrome at some stage in their careers. However, I've noticed that it can also pop up in many other areas of people's lives. You might feel like an imposter when you enter into a new relationship. Perhaps you're naturally a kind-hearted, thoughtful, and compassionate person, and your partner notices those qualities. However, you feel like you're not as kind and thoughtful as they believe, and you start to worry about getting found out. A friend of mine is a talented musician and he plays in a band, but he also feels like an imposter. He spends hours and hours practicing, not because he enjoys it, but because he feels like he has to. Whenever he makes a mistake, he criticizes himself and worries that it's confirmation he's not good enough. When I played netball for a year, I was terrified that I'd be asked to play an important role, like goal shooter, and that everyone would see I was a fraud, even though I'd spent hours practicing goal shooting. And imposter syndrome can also be a common experience for new parents. They might feel like they're not doing as well as other people might assume. And even though they may have plenty of knowledge and skills for looking after their baby, they might compare themselves to other parents and feel like they're not good enough. Got an inkling you might be experiencing imposter syndrome? Let's take a look at some common signs of imposter syndrome so you can see if they resonate with you. Signs of imposter syndrome. Sign one. Feeling like an imposter even when there's evidence to suggest you're not. A key sign of imposter syndrome is feeling like an imposter, even when there's evidence that indicates you're relatively skilled or successful. You might worry that other people will find out you're a fraud and expose you as being not good enough and that everyone will judge you. For example, in her Harvard commencement speech in 2015, actress Natalie Portman said, quote, Today, I feel much like I did when I came to Harvard Yard as a freshman in 1999. I felt like there had been some mistake, that I wasn't smart enough to be in this company, and that every time I opened my mouth, I would have to prove that I wasn't just a dumb actress. End quote. Feeling like a fraud can manifest in many ways, from worrying that other people will, quote-unquote, catch you out, feeling like you have to prove yourself, and doubting your skills and abilities. We'll dive into more of these signs of imposter syndrome in a moment, but for now, it's important to understand that feeling like a fraud or an imposter, despite evidence that you're not, is a key sign of imposter syndrome. Sign two, feeling exhausted and burnt out. As a result of imposter syndrome, you might feel like you have to work harder just to measure up to your own or other people's high expectations, potentially leading to exhaustion or burnout. For example, do you often prioritize work over your personal needs? Work longer hours than other people in the same role as you. Normally volunteer to work late or on weekends. 
or give most of your energy to your role and have little energy left over for fun or self-care? If you answered yes to most of those questions, you might be experiencing imposter syndrome that's leading to overworking and potentially burnout. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Signs of Imposter Syndrome and How It Holds You Back from Success by Rachel Cable of rachelcable.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And thanks so much to Rachel for a great start to this post. And one thing about her, she's actually a podcaster as well. She is the vibrant and warm-hearted creator of the Mindful Kind podcast. Described by her listeners as genuine, down-to-earth, and encouraging, Rachel is passionate about empowering people around the world to live more mindfully in fun, simple, and meaningful ways. And she's certainly got a lot of different ways of empowering people as she writes about a variety of topics and can be heard on a few different shows throughout our OLD network, most commonly Optimal Living Daily, though, which is the show that started it all. But that should do it for today. I thank you so much for being a subscriber or follower and uh, sharing the show with others which really goes a long way to help keep this podcast going. So have a great rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow for part two of this post and that is where your optimal life awaits.